0: to the neil haley show here on the total celebrity segment i'm excited to welcome the program Amara la negra of uh, don't cancel me on fuse tv and also we know her from love and hip-hop miami alum how are you Amara? thanks for stopping by i
1: am great thank you so much for having me super excited um and what can i tell you you know my new show don't cancel me has everybody going crazy on social media so i'm sure you've heard about it already
0: Absolutely. Anything that, you know, you're out there buzzing in social media land. Let's talk about a little bit about your background growing up. Uh, basically you're a, a child actor. So kind of you, the screen, the media and entertainment's always been in your blood. Hasn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so basically I started off as a child star at, uh when I was four years old on Saldo Gigante and I was there for six years, every Saturday. Um, and, uh, I don't know, I, I worked very hard growing up and thanks to all that discipline, and that hard work, I'm here today with my own TV show.
0: Exactly, so, and going through that process, what were, what did you first wanna be after that point? Did you want to be uh, a performer, singer? What was first in your mindset and your dreams?
1: Still? Well, definitely being an artist has always been my my number one priority, being, an, uh, you know, singing, performing on stage. Um, then eventually you know I was always curious I never put any limits to my art so I'm like okay I would love to do a soap opera do a novella I would love to do a movie which I've already done you know on Netflix I would love to you know try different things but being able to have my own tv show and be a host was definitely one of those dreams um now you know it's late night but maybe later on in life will be daytime and I don't know but I just love the journey that my life is taking.
0: Exactly, and that experience, and it took it took you to Love and Hip Hop Miami. That experience, what do you think you gained most from it?
1: I gained a fan base, which I'm so grateful for, because I came from the Latino market where I had, you know, where people already knew who I was. But then once I did Love and Hip Hop, it was my crossover into the American market. I gained a new fan base. I gained experience. I gained many opportunities. Um, and just the platform alone, I'm very grateful for it because it allowed other people to get to know me like Fuse, you know, and um, it's it's been great. Um, I think that now I'm ready to evolve. I'm ready to uh, do bigger things. And uh, I don't want to discredit Love and Hip Hop, which has been great, but I think that everything in life has its limits. And I think that, you know, eventually I think it'll be time for me to go. <laughs>
0: It'll be time to move on, always. Yeah. One thing, it's the next journey, this next adventure for you. And as an entrepreneur, you see that, right? Because it's not just music, it's not just talk show. You have that entrepreneurial mindset. Where did you think you got that from?
1: My mom, I come from an immigrant mother who you know, got to the United States crossing the Mexican border and just all the hard work I saw her do uh, in order to provide a better future for myself seeing seeing a single mother you know immigrant no papers no family in this country having to work several jobs with a small child who later on when she's four she's like oh by the way i'm talented and i want to be an artist you know it's a lot of pressure and just seeing how hard she worked definitely you know gave me that entrepreneurship energy that i have now and i'm able to do it better than she did because obviously i've been able to get myself educated and do all those other things but Um, Not only am I a businesswoman when it comes to my career, but I also am into real estate. I own many properties in the Dominican Republic. I actually started during the pandemic. And I'm a big believer in generational wealth. So, you know, if nobody teaches you, you better go out there and teach yourself.
0: It was a perfect timing, wasn't it? And with the pandemic to go with real estate, especially with the music, how, you know, you still could do the virtuals. You couldn't perform as much. You had to deal with them. The, touring is such a big part of success as an artist. So you really saw, hey, I got to reinvent myself during the pandemic. And right. how did you get involved in that real estate and stuff? Did, did you have well, some good mentors that got you towards it or what?
1: Yeah, YouTube mentors, Instagram, you know, pages, I've always been very curious and I'm a go-getter. Like if I want something, it doesn't matter what it is, I'm just going to go do it. Even if I fail, at least I feel like, shoot, I tried it, you know? So I was like, I had a couple of dollars saved and I'm like, if I just keep having this money here, I'm going to waste it, I'm going to spend it. So I'm just going to take a risk and I'm just going to buy a property and see what happens. Let me just put the deposit down. I'm going to learn in the process. God knows I learned because, you know, I failed a little bit. A hello, $80,000 lost, but I learned from it. And um, today I own about eight properties in the Dominican Republic. Now I'm actually uh, trying to buy two acres, two to three acres of land before the year is over. And um, I'm young, you know, I'm only, I just turned 31. And I'm doing great things, and I can't wait to see what the future holds.
0: And that's the important thing is that constantly as an entrepreneur, it's all about the next growth, the next opportunity, striving for the best. And through this process, how did you get hooked up with Fuse TV for this show, Don't Cancel Me? How did that happen? How did it go?
1: Well, let me tell you. So what happened was about two to three years ago, we had the opportunity of linking up a meeting um, I, I actually had a concept that was more like sex cells, which is another show that they have, uh, you know, I wanted to have a lot of sexual conversations and very like fun and freaky, but then sex cells came about. And then now uh, we had the opportunity to reconnect and we were like, okay, so I, I am very vocal. I want to do something where I can still be myself, but give people an opportunity and a platform to, you know, speak for themselves. Um, And then we came up with Don't Cancel Me, which basically is a show that's uncensored, unfiltered, no taboos. I'm not here to judge you. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. I just wanna hear your perspective and your point of view. I think that is important, especially now that we are in a very um, cancel culture era. We're in a sensitive a little bit uh, generation where people can't just voice their opinion without somebody coming to attack them. I wanted to be able to give them a platform and be like, look, I may disagree with you, but I still want to hear your point of view. And maybe you giving me your perspective might help me, you know, be a little bit more open-minded. That's why I say when you watch Don't Cancel Me, watch it with an open mind. Watch it, not ready to judge someone because you disagree with their point of view. But just also understand that there's a whole group of people that agree with this person. So there has to be maybe some something in there that we might not be understanding. So Don't Cancel Me came about And I am more than grateful with fuse for giving me the opportunity of being part of their family and allowing me to, to you know express myself in their platform.
0: Yeah, and that's the, the big thing as you talk about is having that platform, thinking about talking to different people with different ideas. Mm-hmm. How do you come up with the people you speak with, Getting types of guests? Well, mm-hmm.
1: I have an amazing team on Fuse, which I'm so grateful to them because I think that we have an opportunity of coming together and sharing ideas. And sometimes I'm just like, Okay, guys, so today I want to talk about, like, sex. And then I'll be like, tomorrow I want to talk about politics. How about this? Can we talk about immigration? What about, can we talk about body positivity? Like, there's no, every episode has a different concept. So every episode we do our best to bring different guests that aren't necessarily, because that's another thing. It's not just about celebrities. You know, there's a lot of real people out here. that have a real story to tell that just because they don't have thousands of followers doesn't mean that they don't know what they're talking about. So we were able to find different types of people for different types of shows. And that's what I was able to love about it. That It's not like a celebrity driven show. It's like real people.
0: It's more about you, you as the host, bring the excitement and bring a topic that people are afraid to talk about on television. That's what it sounds like to me, because the problem is regardless of what side you're talking political, you're talking certain things. Oh my, we can't talk about this. This is going to, tick off most people or different things. And you're just like, no, this is not how it's happening. We have to have, we, everyone has differences. Everyone has different belief systems. And if we don't go and talk about them and give someone a platform, how are we going to understand what the, why they really think the way they think correct.
1: And just because I disagree or just because we may disagree on a point of view, it doesn't mean that I dislike you. It just means that I don't agree with what you're saying, but I accept that I'm we're going to respect to disagree no, agree to disagree. And that should be okay, that's what I'm saying. In this generation, this era, everybody's ready to just cancel you, point fingers at you, you know, you should get, you know, fire this person. This is over, this is, it's like, why don't we use this cancel culture moment as an educational moment? You know, I think that's the best right. thing to do. However, there's some people that do deserve to get canceled because you know <laughs> what you were doing. But some people say things out of ignorance. Some people say things out of, you know, so I think we should give people an opportunity
0: based on the show so far, what like one would be, you don't agree with this topic at all, but you had them on the show to talk about it. What would you say?
1: Oh my God, That you know what, funny enough, um, because I'm such an open-minded person, every single person that came on the show, even if I didn't agree, I ended up agreeing or understanding, maybe it's the Libra in me, you know, <laughs> I'm the balance. I see both sides of the story, so I'm like, okay, I don't really agree, but I get where you're coming, where you're coming from. So I, I would hate to say that I didn't agree. I I agreed. I agreed with some part somehow. <laughs> what as a matter of fact, if you want to know, yeah. you have to watch Don't Cancel Me. Every uh, see, one day I'm, on I'm
0: just, See, as a talk show host myself, I'm asking the questions to try to get information, but no, you have to go and watch it. now. What do you think you've learned as a talk show host so far? You know, you're, you've been always a performer, performing, what's the difference of doing a talk show versus, you know, performing on stage, being yeah. on a reality television show, tell us about that.
1: This is actually not the first time that I work as a talk, as a talk host uh, and have my talk show. I, in the past, when I was 20 years old, it was actually my first experience. I had my first TV show, but it was, it was Latino, it was in Spanish. Um, it was three three hosts and um, it was a very diverse show. So I did have an opportunity to kind of start my training there, except that this is my first time doing it in the American market. Um, and I would say, you know, as an artist, I am the type of person that I'd rather give you too much information and you cut me off than to not give you enough. Because I've had those like, how are you doing? I'm good. How do you feel? Good. How do, and it's like, tell me something else.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that, um, yeah. But
1: I, I really enjoy being able to just fall back, you know, and just allowing people to speak. And this time around, I had the opportunity of listening. You know, I had the opportunity of trying to get to know people. Um, and this is not like one of those sketchy show, you know, sketchy shows where I'm like trying to get the juice out of you and just, you know, cry, say something. Give me something that's going to be, you know, gossipy. No, it's not that type of show, you know, so um. So I think that, and and also being able to connect with the guests, being able to not just sit there and ask the questions because, you know, regardless, this is still a business and we have a team and they give you, you know, they give you a rundown, but it's not just about sometimes following the rundown. It's just following the energy that you feel at the moment with the person, Uh, especially if it's an emotional topic or something like that. You know, sometimes you don't want to be like a robotic, like, so how about this? It's more like, just connect with that person you're talking to a real human being who's gone through something and you know if they right. want to express something then just be willing to listen and be there to support
0: It's all about relationship building. If you're talking about television, it's all about relationship. When you talk about podcasting, radio, social audio, if you're not building that emotional connection with your person you're talking with, it's like having a cup of coffee, having a beer, having wine, whatever you have to have that type of a conversation for people to really feel it's real and don't cancel me. I could see that. And I would not undersell that you're late night because you know, Uh, Corbin is late night and he's the top guy, one of the top dogs so you know you could just rock it out in late night and just stay in late night you know so well
1: that could be kind of interesting like I said this is only the beginning this is the first season of many to come and um, I'm kind of testing the waters I think that little by little I'll be a little bit more risky with my show and my questions and the things that I do I think so far I'm being nice but I can't wait till I can really get saucy in there
0: oh that's what your fans want right That's what your fans,
1: that's what they know me for, I'm not, I'm not scared.
0: Exactly. You can't be that's, that's why you have the huge following and the huge tribe that you've built. Now, one question I want to ask you, who do you feel are really good talk show hosts? that are out there now. It's, and kind of, do you have anything that you model after them or look at them or watch them to see and really say, Hey, that's something I want to continue to grow to become.
1: To be honest, I think that uh, every single host that has their own show and has been able to acquire a fan base, it's someone to be, you know, it's someone admirable. Um, You know, I always feel that there's so many people out here that want to have this opportunity and don't get it. And if you're able to be that person, I think that you're a great host for your audience, right? Do I follow anyone specifically? I wouldn't necessarily say that I do because I want to have my own fresh energy. I want to be a little bit different. I mean, obviously I loved when Tara Banks, you know, had her show because it was fresh. It was young, it was innovative and, and she was risky and, and, and it was for a different audience. Right. Um, but then at the same time, always looking at empowering, you know, women of color, um, the same thing, Oprah, like what else do you want after that? You know? Yeah. Um, and I would love to, Oh my God. Oh, I'm not saying, look, don't come for me, don't hate me, and don't cancel me. I'm not saying, that I'm going to be the next Oprah. What? I would I, love to be like a little, how Hey, I are that? That's striving
0: for the best, and that's the entrepreneur mindset you have, right? And you're using right? the platform and figuring out how I can monetize in other ways, and from your music to other I think if, if I
1: can put both of them together, I think that that would be my perfect mix. If I can stick a little bit of Oprah with a little bit of Tyra Banks in there where you're still fun, this and that, yeah. but then Oprah still had some deep conversations. And you were, if I can mix a little bit of all that together, I think that would be a perfect mix.
0: And that's what you have to do. You can't just say, oh, I'm happy where I'm at now. I wanna go, where am I gonna go forward? Like, uh, when I started in radio and television 12 years ago, I never thought I'd be the top 16 celebrity podcasts in the world. So, you know, I'm ranked higher than Shaq's.
1: That's right, make sure, can you say that again for the people in the back that didn't get to hear it? Say it one more time
0: top 16 celebrity podcasts in the world, according to Feedspot. So higher than Shaq's podcast, other celebrity podcasts. So I did that and I didn't look for that recognition. I just kept doing it. Keep interviewing celebrities and having those conversations and you never know. And you always ask. And the thing is I'm a hybrid of podcasting, television, radio. So I'm on terrestrial radio, I'm on television and I'm on pod- and I'm podcasting. So it's exciting times. And I think that's the thing that we have to look at is constantly look to grow don't be just satisfied where you are be consistent yeah consistency and growth and it seems like if you're going to strive for oprah i think you can do it you just keep going and just keep learning and having those opportunities maybe oprah will be on your show someday you know Uh,
1: you know what put it up to the universe yes lord i received that information you just said i pray it comes through
0: (laughs) all right so for your fans and everyone that wants to check out don't cancel me. where can they go where's the best place.
1: All right guys, well if you want to check out Don't Cancel Me, feel free to go to exactly uh, I mean, well exactly on my Instagram and also on my Twitter, but we have the Don't Cancel Me uh Don't Cancel Me TV on Instagram. Check us out on Fuse and on Fuse TV also on their Instagram. Check us out on Fuse TV and Fuse uh, Fuse plus Fuse, wait. Fuse plus. There you go. <laughs> on Fuse plus um, and, as, and also, most definitely, check me out at Amara La Negra ALN. Amara La Negra ALN. There I have um, my bio, all the information. And I also have a little discount code that you guys can use, Amara10, uh, when you want to subscribe. I have all that good stuff in there, behind the scenes, info, all that. So just go follow.
0: There you go. That's it. And you're going to continue to grow and blow this up and become the best talk shows in the world. Late night, late night needs you. And don't cancel me. Everyone needs to check it out. So I appreciate you coming by.
1: Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. See
0: yeah. All right. You're listening and watching the Neil Haley show when we we'll be back in just a moment.